Hammer Time, college football episode number two. Today we'll discuss conferences, conference champions, all future conference bets that I'm making. But before we get to any of that, we got to take a second to thank our sponsors, Smythe Automotive, Serenity Apparel, UC Student Painters, and... Thank you guys for joining me again. Today we have so much to talk about that I don't even want to waste any time. I really do appreciate you guys uh, coming back to listen, but um, let's just jump straight into this. This is going to be a minute, and like I said, we're going to discuss conferences, conference champions, my conference champions, and I'll eventually post the odds, but uh, we'll get there when we get there. For the time being, though, you just need to know these are my conference champion uh, winners and how I feel about a couple of the top, maybe three or four teams in each conference. Uh, so we'll start. We will talk about the SEC. Bama has got 12 returning starters. They probably beat Georgia twice last year if their top two wide receivers and cornerbacks are healthy for that championship game. Uh, Georgia has seven starters back on offense. They lost eight starters on defense. Tennessee has got 15 returning starters and could be like last year's Ole Miss team with Matt Corral and Lane Kiffin. Their offense was just kind of sneaky good there at the end of the year, and I really think that they could build on that. I still don't think it's going to be enough for them to win the SEC or do anything crazy, but they will be much better. Texas A&M brought in the number one recruiting class and has 11 starters returning. This is a sleeper for me for the national champion. If they can find a way to win the SEC or even if they can find a way to hang in there with some of those tougher teams and wiggle their way into the playoffs, uh, I think that they're going to be a big sleeper. All they need is one or two of those uh, people in the recruiting class to step up and they got all the talent in the world. I'll be a square here and for the purposes of this show, I'm going to take Alabama to win the SEC. That's not going to give me a whole lot of odds there, but that's my pick. Saban does not forgive or forget what happened last year. I promise those guys have been busting their tails all offseason, and they're going to show it. They're going to come out and roll some people. Going into the Big Ten, Ohio State is 14 starters back. They reload and just dominate every single season. I see it happening again this year. Wisconsin has five tough road games. Mertz isn't going to blow anybody out of the water. They'll have a couple good wins and a couple bad losses per usual. Michigan, they lost a ton of defense, which they relied on pretty heavily. Uh, McNamara is not going to scare anybody, and I do like Harbaugh, but um, again, I think they kind of take a step back and return back to baseline a little bit. Penn State avoids Iowa and Wisconsin, and they get Ohio State and Michigan State at home. That's huge schedule-wise. They could be better if the uh, seven returning starters that they have on offense step it up. I'm a Sean Clifford guy, and he's from Cincinnati. He works out at the same gym that I go to. I think he gets better each season, and last year they were so close and would have beat Iowa had he remained healthy for that game. Again, I'm going to be a square. I'll take Ohio State all the way. I won't have the odds there either. I think Penn State will surprise some people, though, and I think that out of the four teams there I mentioned, I think they're the ones to kind of keep your eye on outside of Ohio State. The ACC, <laughs> Clemson's going to have to be better than they were last year. They still didn't uh, – I mean, they won't have enough to get it done this year, I don't think. Miami's Mario Cristobal, new head coach, it leads them to a much better season. They probably have the best quarterback there and that Van Dyke kid. Pitt – uh, Slovis is transferring from USC to Pitt. Their defense is stellar, and they have five starting offensive linemen returning. If they can run the ball effectively, Pitt is my pick to win the ACC. NC State has 17 returning starters, and they have Clemson on the road. 
I think they'll be a solid contender, and I really like that Leary guy, the quarterback that they got there. I think NC State's going to shock some people too. But for my uh, pick here for the ACC, I'm going with Pitt. My, my odds will be a little bit more favorable there, I think. I haven't looked at odds yet, so I don't know exact numbers, but I that is not the squarest pick uh, like Alabama and Ohio State. But again, I think Pitt, Pitt for ACC. Big 12, Oklahoma has just 10 returning starters, and they got hit hard by the uh, transfer portal there, and Lincoln Riley leaving. Two tough games at home, uh, their toughest games at home, and uh, they don't lose much. But I do think, you know, just considering the losses with Caleb Williams and, and the head coach, I, I don't know, I think they maybe split those two tough home games. Baylor is going down in uh, most boxes or categories, but I won a ton of money last year on Baylor, and it's going to be hard for me not to take them in certain games this year. Five Big 12 road games, uh, including Texas and Oklahoma. That doesn't bode well. Despite all this, I still think that they're a great team, and I, you know, I, I really have a hard time betting against them. Texas has a ton of talent at wide receiver and running back. They get most of their front seven back on defense and 14 starters overall, uh, returning starters overall. Is Texas back? I don't know. I think they are. Uh, Kansas State, tough road schedule, but they bring in Adrian Martinez from Nebraska, and they have Deuce Vaughn returning. He's a running back. He's a beast. 14 returning starters. They're another team that I just had to mention because last year I did so well uh, betting on them and against them. Uh, just certain spots, I felt like I knew what was going to happen with them, and if you watched them religiously last year, they're pretty easy to predict. So this year, uh, I'd expect a lot of the same. I think they're going to hang in there with some tough teams and tough opponents, but they'll drop the uh, occasional one or two that they shouldn't. And I have to mention, West Virginia, they get five Big 12 home games. Unfortunately, it's just not the year for them to have that favorable of a schedule. They lost their quarterback, top running back, and wide receiver. Uh, I think they'll surprise a little bit with JT Daniels there, but I wouldn't expect anything crazy, and that you know, kind of pains me to say because I love West Virginia. I'll be going to a couple of those games. My winner for the Big 12 and the value here is Texas. You have to go with Texas. I think Oklahoma is probably some value there. Baylor, there's probably some value there, but I just think Baylor is going to kind of follow this up and down uh, path as far as wins and losses and how good they're doing and stuff so I don't I don't see Baylor pulling off another season like they have they've been really really good um, I think they gotta take a step back at some point Texas on the other hand has just been bad bad and uh, I think they started four and one last year and dropped six that's just what you're not used to seeing uh, I think they'll surprise some people this year the Pac-12 USC avoids Oregon and Washington. I think they will be by far the most improved team in the country. Caleb Williams is the GOAT. He is my Heisman future pick. And I, I just love USC. I think they're going to be so much fun to watch, and I really do hope that they kind of turn the West around, uh, at least football out there. It's, something's got to change between them and UCLA. Something has to happen. It just You're not used to seeing any of those West teams as good as they once were, and I think this is kind of the year this kind of gets them all going in the right direction utah five conference away games that they get usc at home though well they yeah they'll probably be just as good as they always are uh 14 starters returning i i truthfully i think they'll probably win the pac 12 
But the value, again, is with USC, and I have too much invested in Caleb Williams already. I believe in what they're going to do. So smart money would probably say Utah. Uh, My heart just kind of wants to take USC, so I'm taking USC. Oregon lost their head coach, quarterback, and star running back. They did get Bo Nix in the transfer portal, and they avoid USC. They probably have the most manageable schedule in the Pac-12 North, and I would keep an eye on them too. Washington avoids Utah and USC. They have 13 returning starters. I just think they'll be middle of the road, though. I'm sticking with my winner, USC, for the Pac-12. The AAC, Cincinnati avoids Houston and Memphis. The schedule is pretty light. They face Indiana. They're like week four or five at home, so that'll be a good telling uh, game for them. Lost a ton of talent. Obviously, they're still going to probably win the AAC. UCF avoids Houston as well. And uh, Malzahn brings in good recruits from the transfer portal. They get Cincy at home. They're also potentially in there to win the AAC. It's really split between these three teams. Houston avoids UCF and Cincy. So they have probably the most favorable schedule there. For the most part, they're in the going down categories, though. I also still think they could they could win, though. So you never know. I think the value there is going to be with UCF. I think they kind of get back on track, and uh, I like that Malzahn guy. UC just loses too many people. I'll be at a majority of those games this year, and I just think uh, they're going to have a really hard time. Independent, uh, we won't really discuss too much here. No, there's only two teams really to discuss. Notre Dame, they play at Ohio State, and they get Clemson at home. I think they'll probably split those with a loss to Ohio State and a win versus Clemson. Uh, they had a new head coach in Freeman, an upgrade at quarterback, 15 returning starters. I think they have a pretty good season here. BYU is off back-to-back 10-plus wins, uh, win seasons, goes to the Big 12 in 2023, and they have 19 returning starters. They're going to be killer, and I'm probably going to bet on them a lot. Uh, Mountain West, not too much to discuss here either. Boise State, 17 returning starters. All signs are pointing up. I think they win the Mountain West easy. We'll discuss Air Force though real quick. They have even more veteran team this year and 15 returning starters. They get Boise at home and could be a little contender. It's worth maybe sprinkling there. I don't, you know, not too much, but I think I'd sprinkle a little bit. Fresno State, their quarterback, uh, this is kind of cool. He's sticking around because their head coach from two years ago is now back. He's sticking around to play for him, and they'll easily win the West. I just don't think they'll have enough to keep up with uh, Boise State or Arizona. Or, I'm sorry, Boise State or Air Force. Uh, so I'm going to go, and I think, again, the smart choice would just say Boise State, but the value pick there, is, I'm, I'm going Air Force. Uh, the Sun Belt, Fun Belt, App State's by far the most talented. They should win the East. They rarely lose at home, and they had 10 wins last year. Uh, Marshall gets their tough opponents at home and the weak ones on the road. That's a pretty favorable schedule. And Coastal, the only real dude returning from their team last year is that quarterback McCall. Uh, Seven returning starters overall. I think they'll still be a decent contender, but they lost a lot there. Uh, They'll regress, I think, a little bit. Louisiana, they lose... uh, the Lewis kid at quarterback and their head coach took off for Florida. There's no other team in the West, though, that had a winning conference last year, and I think they make it back to the West side for a title shot pretty easily. My winner for the uh, fun belt's going to go ahead and just be App State. Conference USA, short and sweet. UA, uh, UAB, they have eight starters back on offense. They get UTSA at home. 
I think they're my Conference USA winner. And UTSA, the road slate is pretty manageable, but most signs, again, like we talked about last episode, point down for them this year. Uh, my winner for the uh, Conference USA is going to be UAB. The MAC, we have Toledo in going up categories. They're going to be on the rise this year. They get Ohio State, though, and San Diego State on the road, and they have four tough MAC road games as well. So the schedule stinks, but the talent's there. They lost a bunch of close games last year, and uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, they're going to turn it around. I don't know that they're going to win, but I think that they're going to be in most of those going up categories. I'd expect them to have a better season. NIU, all signs are pointing down for them this year. 18 returning starters, though. Very impressive last year. Whether or not they can repeat, I'm not sure. I think they are, uh, they're my favorite, though, to win the West. Miami avoids Toledo and Central Michigan out of the West, and they have 14 returning starters. All signs are pointing up, and I think they easily win the East, and I'm going to stick with them to win the whole thing. I think uh, Miami wins the MAC. They've been playing really, really good football these last three years, and I think they uh, continue that this year. So other than that, I will talk about some of my other surprise teams here. Pitt, USC, NC State, Baylor, Miami, UCLA, Ole Miss, Penn State, Texas, BYU, Wisconsin. Some of those we discussed there, and uh, you know most of those we discussed there, but yeah, outside, I mean, Wisconsin I'm not real heavy on. Ole Miss I'm not real heavy on. Uh, Penn State, Texas, Pitt, USC, NC State. I think they're all going to have a pretty good year. BYU, I think they're all going to be pretty solid. For every uh, conference here, I've went ahead and I've looked at the most talent returning uh, versus most talent not returning, I guess the best way to say it. And uh, I've went through and I've ranked them. So the the biggest ones for each conference are the only ones that I've noted uh, so we'll just run through real quick. Arkansas and Mississippi State return the most in the SEC. For the Big Ten, it's Iowa and Rutgers. Uh, in the ACC, UNC, Syracuse, and Louisville all return the most talent. In the Big 12, you have Kansas State and TCU. In the Pac-12, you just have Utah by themselves kind of leading the way. The AAC, USF, and Houston return the most talent. The Mountain West, Boise State by far returns the most Conference USA, Louisiana Tech, the MAC, you have NIU and Bowling Green, and in the Fun Belt, you have Marshall and Arkansas State. Independently, this is the biggest leader in the in the nation, I think, is BYU as far as talent goes returning. Uh, just a couple quick hitters on the other side. Uh, Georgia lost a ton of talent last year. They probably reload and they substitute so much that I don't think it'll really matter all that much. Penn State, likewise, similarly, they lost a good amount of talent, and they're kind of in the same boat as Georgia there. I don't think that it will really affect them too much. They pretty, you know, typically have these really good recruits, so don't think it affects them as much either. Some of these other teams where you start to see a drop-off in conferences, you'll see the, the talent that's left affect them a little bit more. Like in the ACC, it's Boston College. In the Big 12, <coughs> bless me. We have a four-way tie there in the Big 12. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Baylor. A couple of those teams we talk about like just reload like Ohio State, but you know Oklahoma State and Iowa State, I don't know how much reloading they really do. Pac-12, we have a bunch of people who lost, uh, lost a ton of talent here. We have Washington State, Cal, USC, UCLA, Arizona State, Washington, and Oregon State. 
In the AAC, it's pretty obvious. UC lost a ton in Tulsa. Mountain West, San Diego State, and Hawaii. I think Hawaii is going to be a very, very bad program this year. Conference USA, you got Western Kentucky. In the MAC, you have the uh, Miami and Central Michigan. Sunbelt, Coastal got crushed. Louisiana, they, they lost a bunch of talent too there. And uh, independently, not really, I don't think anybody's going to care about this, but New Mexico State. So that's kind of where we are here with conferences. And I give you guys all my conference uh, champion winners. I talked to you guys about who had the most talent returning and who had the most leaving. And we kind of broke down the top three or four teams. I'd love to hear feedback. If people want me to go through every single team in every single conference, this was 16 minutes. If we did that, it would probably be an hour. Would you listen for an hour if I broke down every single team in every single conference? I don't know. I would do it. But, uh, yeah, the more feedback we get and kind of the more that we can just um, be free to talk about all those things, if you guys want to, then I will. If not, it's going to be pretty brief just like that. I think I summarized as best I could. Maybe in the next little clip or next week's episode, I'll go through and we'll just give like the odds and you can kind of see like the different value for different teams. But I think that's a, a, a good episode there. I'll probably have Matt Higgins joining me on the front end of this or on the back end, and he'll just run through and give his picks here for each conference as well. I think it's something that we could track and we could use to kind of analyze how we're doing, especially if I continue to do this. We can do it year by year and just kind of see where we are. So, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Thank you guys again for listening. It, you know, it really does mean the world to me. I hope that this helps you guys out, and I hope that, again, that the whole purpose of this is to help us all bring in a little extra dough. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll holler back at you guys next week. Hammer time out.